Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only Internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well. Because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Kiri Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Just a quick bit of housekeeping before I introduce today's special guest. I'm happy to announce that I'm now working on my third book. The title is Reclaim Your Digestive Health and Feel Normal Again, Fixing the Root Cause of Your GI Distress with Natural Treatments. That's it for housekeeping, so let's get started. I'm very excited about this week's show because my special guest is someone that I greatly admire. Her name is Nadine Artemis. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Nadine is the author of Holistic Dental Care, The Complete Guide to Healthy Teeth and Gums. She is a creator of Living Libations, an exquisite line of serums, elixirs, and essential oils for those seeking the purest of the pure botanical health and beauty products on the planet. Her potent dental serums are used worldwide and provide the purest oral care available. Nadine, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. Hello. Thanks so much for having me on. So Nadine, first I wanted to kind of explore about what is really going on with toothpaste and toothbrushes (laughs) and mouthwash. I've read on the internet that we have these little micro beads of plastic and toothpaste i mean tell us about all of the crap that is in there (laughs) well it is fascinating because never before on the planet have we had so many choices and you can walk down those drugstore dental dental aisles and there's you know countless solutions and countless tubes of paste and um but still right now uh, there is a staggering number of cavities, crowns, root canals, and extracted teeth. So we know that something's amiss because even though we have this whole plethora of periodontal promises ranging from triclosan toothpaste, fluoride floss, and minty mouthwash, there is now more dental decay and dysbiosis than in any previous century. So one of the things we have to look at is what's going on with these um you know, commercial products that contain sodium lauryl sulfate, glycerin, triclosan, uh, plastic beads, all these really harsh things. And so what I find fascinating, I mean, from skincare ingredients to toothpaste ingredients, I mean, we could, we could totally go through, you know, the horrors of sodium lauryl sulfate, triclosan each individually, but you know, that can be Googled. And I have, um, if you can give us the broad brush strokes. I could do the broad brush, but what I really <laughs> want to get to the root of is besides all these individual ingredients, because yeah. and also I have an article on my website that will go through those a bit, but what we really want to understand from this is how that harms our mouth's microbiome. 
So tell us about the microbiome. We're hearing more and more. It's so exciting. All of the research (laughs) that's coming out, Leo, for geeks like me, all of the research that's coming out about how important the bacteria that live in us and on us are for our health. And there's a lot of research right now about gut health and all of the good, friendly probiotics in the gut. But we know that, well, we, I should say me as a functional medicine (laughs) doc, I know that um, oral health is also really important for your overall health. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about the the good friendly bacteria that should be living in our mouth too. Yeah, it's totally fascinating. And I feel like there's two root things to really understand about the mouth, which is the microbiome, which we're going to totally dive into. And then maybe after that, we'll visit the dentineal lymph system, which is the lymph system within within the teeth. And so I think when we understand that, we can really undo and go, oh my God, I get it. Rather than just like, go see the hygienist and brush your teeth. (laughs) And floss, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So um, as you know, and I'm sure you're going to have a lot about this in your new book that's coming out, but the microbiome is the term for the colonies of the trillions of microbes that live all over our skin, in our guts, and in our mouths. And of course, there's even other areas like the nose, the ear canal, and for women, the vagina is another very important microbiome area. So the study of the human microbiome is revolutionary, and it's really been getting strong in the past decade. So where the 90s were this about the DNA and the genome, now what we, what we know is we're almost in a post-genomic era because what we now know is, sure, we got our DNA and genes, but what's more important is the DNA and the genes of the trillions of microbes that our body is dependent on. And these, this microbiome enables endless essential body functions. And now we know that we're actually 90% microbial and only 10% mammalian. So we are host to this bacterial banquet. And the key to the vitality of our mouths is bacterial balance. And what's been going on with modern dentistry is that we've been disrupting the beneficial bacteria in our mouths and that many um, practices of dentistry and then many commercial oral care products actually mutate the mouth's microbes. And so what we want to do now is really reconcile with this bacterial community in our mouth and we need to abandon the products and practices and the antibiotics that are really making our microbes mutate, modeling teeth and deforesting what I call it, deforesting the flora of our oral ecology. And so what we can see is that we really need to almost create a microbetopia in our mouths. So to clarify or to summarize, the sort of triple threat to our mouths are these harmful procedures and this um, lack of understanding about the dentineal fluid, which we'll talk about more, and this sort of this periodontal scorched earth policy that we have on bacteria the Listerine, the antibiotic um, mouthwashes, the triclosan and the toothpaste. And this, this trifecta is creating the perfect periodontal storm that's fostering gum, receding gun, gums and this entropy, this dental decay. And then what, on top of this, we have a system that's really creating and settling, creating these Band-Aid solutions, which of, of like bleaching and gum grafts and veneers and fillings. So instead of understanding the root of the issue, instead of befriending those bacteria, we're literally just like ignoring that and then just doing the bleaching and the gum grafts and the, you know, all that on top of this. And then 
besides all the whole dental dental world and that whole issue, we've got other things that are taking away from our mouth's microbes, including, um, you know, uh, antibiotics, because antibiotics for one disease could affect the teeth. Um, antibiotics like um, triclosan and uh, cipro, oh, help me with that one, ciprofluorine. Ciprofluoxine. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's devastating um, when you see the results of what that does to our teeth. And, um, you know, you're not, that's not an antibiotic that would have been prescribed at the dentist's office per se, not necessarily, but, you know, you might be doing it for ear infections in your kid, and then they're growing up with these mottled teeth and that kind of thing. So what also that brings into play is that we're, we're, we can see the devastating results from the not, not understanding how our teeth function and that they're intimately connected to the body, the bloodstream, and the lymph. And when we really understand that systemic connection, then we can see how medications and chemicals such as antibiotics and fluoride, yes, fluoride actually contribute to brittle, discolored, even crumbling teeth by suppressing this dentineal lymph system. And that affects bone mineralization, nerve health, and saliva pH, and endocrine function. So we can just see the whole thing is really deeply connected and that a lot of our dental solutions are causing this full disruption in our mouth. Because, um, for example, when we look at specific bacteria, we, um, the, we can see how um, Streptococcus mutans, for example, which is a cavity-causing bacteria, that actually exists in everybody's mouth, whether it's healthy or not healthy. Everybody has that bacteria, just like I'm pretty sure um, everybody's guts has E. coli somewhere in it, and just depends if you have a lot or if you've eaten something that's got E. coli on it, and then those those pathogens can create momentum. So we all have the Streptococcus mutans in our mouth, and what the research is showing now is through our modern practices, which are making us lose some of our microbial species, um, that these pathogenic bacteria can gain more traction. And, um, and so scientists are now figuring out that what's making Streptococcus mutans more virulent is that it's missing its ancestral bacterial buddies, or the ones that will keep it in check. So that pathogen is only going to cause a problem in the mouth when it can begin to form a biofilm, and then that adheres to the tooth surface. Normally, these pathogens we'll always have pathogens in our body and they exist in a free-floating planktonic state, but when they grow in numbers, then they're able to gain traction by communicating through something that scientists call quorum sensing. That's with a Q, Q-U-O-R-U-M, quorum sensing. And that enables them to colonize into these biofilms, which is then where they can build the communities and cause more disruptive plaque. And um, so the quorum sensing is the way that the pathogens begin to communicate and they start to coordinate their group behavior and regulate their gene expression. And so then the biofilm forms and it's a densely packed colony of microbes that adhere to the surface of the teeth. And then they start, the biofilms start to then surround themselves with these sticky secretions, which is like a mucopolysaccharide plaque layer. Don't worry about the big words, but it's just this more of a plaque layer around the biofilm colony that forms another barrier that's completely impermeable to antibiotics. 
and yet we still get antibiotics even prescribed for oral disease. So then when you have this dental plaque, it's a biofilm, it can entrap the existing pathogens and, um, you know, they hide, it makes the pathogens hide from the alkalinizing saliva flow. So, you know, and then you just sort of start this whole snowball effect and then the teeth can't breathe anymore and then that prevents the saliva and then this dentineal lymph from doing its job of cleansing the teeth with a protective coating. So then things like all going back to the ingredients in toothpaste, they generally, I mean, it's very generally speaking, but they, things like sodium lauryl sulfate make the gums bleed. Mercury fillings make the gums bleed. So then you've got these toxic chemicals that are mutating the microbes going and they're going into the bloodstream, which is going to also then go into the guts. So then we've also, then we might have digestive health issues because of what we're doing in our mouth. Obviously the mouth and the stomach are very connected. Um, so yeah, we just start this whole ball of wax. And meanwhile, we think we're doing this minty fresh thing and we might sort of feel like our mouths have been shocked into this freshness, but it's a false freshness, um, because it's disturbed the microbiome. And even before we knew about the microbiome, we knew that these ingredients were disturbing the very thin skin in the mouth, the epithelium, which is only one cell thick and contributing to things. So the ingredients there, it contributed to things like receding gums. And it can go on and on from there. So Nadine, you've mentioned a few times already about the lymph system. Can you mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that like, yeah. in simple terms too? <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, it's one of my favorite things to discuss because what we need to understand is that, you know, from since the 1940s, the, what the American Dental Association decided upon and then sort of spread throughout the kingdom, so to speak, through dental schools and dentists, was this acidogenic theory. And that's what you, you know, sugar and acids on the teeth contribute or create cavities. And that's just not really how how it's done. And that's been proven scientifically since then. Um, by other dentists. So all the research that I share is uh, is from dentists and science scientists. Um, so there's many dentists that will be, oh yeah, like so you know what I mean. So it's not like I invented this, and it's it's revolutionary. But many biological dentists are that's totally what they understand as well. And so I have lots of dentists to back me up, so to speak. But what we so what we what we need to really understand is that. Um, Acid and sugar on the teeth are fine because if the teeth are strong and what we really want to understand is how decay happens so then we can really see how our teeth are alive and that they are alive bones and that we can remineralize them and we can change the health of our mouths no matter what state it's in today because our mouths are alive, they're a part of our body and they're going to respond. So what we want to understand is that teeth are fed from their roots by this dentineal lymph system. Just like tree roots draw up nutrients via the sap, the dentineal lymph flow is um, a toroidal system. And so the lymph liquid spins inwards and upwards into the tooth's core. And the tooth's core is called the pulp chamber. So the dentineal lymph flows through the tooth and out onto the enamel like microscopic sweat. There's tiny droplets that coalesce on the surface of the enamel, and that forms a fluid layer that prevents biofilm formation and mixes with the saliva to lubricate and communicate to the mouse microbiome. But 
when the dentinial lymph secretion, or sorry, there's no but there, um, but when we, when we have this dentinial lymph secretion and, and it's properly functional and our body's working with it, then I like to call it an invisible toothbrush because when the dentinial lymph flows and we have this juice, so to speak, that's going into our tooth and out into the enamel, out into the mouth, then we prevent systemic decay. We inhibit the penetration of pathogens and we neutralize acids on the tooth surface. And here's where the butt comes in. So if, um, if we're eating a, um, a diet of processed food, sugar, carbohydrates, if we have a lot of chemicals and medication in our lives, if we have a lot of stress that then takes its toll on the endocrine system, the hormone system, then the dentineal lymph flow can actually stagnate. So it can get to a neutral, stagnant position, or what's even um, less good is that it could actually fully reverse. So it's not going into, so it can either go flow into the teeth, it can just stagnate, or it can actually reverse. And when the reversal happens, then capillaries in the tooth suck in bacteria and other microbes from the mouth into the tooth like a straw. So the capillaries are sucking into the tooth like a straw, the bacteria and the other unwanted microbes from inside the mouth. And then this can cause infection and plaque formation within the pulp chamber and within the tiny, tiny dentin tubes in each tooth. So then this, what is supposed to be, you know, a self-cleansing system actually becomes a self-contaminating system and then that causes what I, I like to think of as like a leaky tooth. So if we think of leaky guts, then we have a leaky tooth situation on our hands. And that is actually the genesis of cavity creation. So a cavity is actually an infection in the tooth. And like all wounds, it has the ability to heal because teeth are alive and uh, we can change the condition of our mouths. And then some of the dentists that have really really spent their whole life um, helping us understand this are dentists like Dr. Ralph Steinman and he scientifically proved the dentineal lymph system with thousands of experiments and um, he also showed that just by including dietary magnesium and phosphorus into the diet then decay rate was reduced by 86% oh wow yeah and then another doctor Dr. Melvin Page further confirm this they were working separately but he found that when phosphorus levels blood levels drop below 3.5 then cavities began to form and then um dr weston price who was the former president of the american dental association in the 1930s dr weston price concluded that fat soluble vitamins of k2 and d3 which is you know from found in sunshine or pastured dairy and eggs so that means um not pasteurized but pastured so that the chicken or has eaten grass and or that the cow from the butter from the cow you know the cow's been eating real grass so with our current situation of factory farming there's no k2 being produced in your dairy or eggs because it's it needs 
the sunshine to make that the grass, the grass, the sunshine, and that whole system is making K2 in the food. And that's when you get the more orange, um, egg yolks, more orange butter, that kind of thing. The orange is the K2, that orange color pigment. So he found though, when those K2 and D3 were included, then that also inhibited decay. I, I think the stat is around 40%. And we're talking about reversing and inhibiting. So um, what we also can see from this is that fillings are really Band-Aid solutions. And when we put in a filling, the, we're also susceptible to recurrent decay in that tooth. And um, so it's not necessarily addressing the issue. And when there is decay in the mouth, that really is a sign of a deficiency in the diet. And so when we're able to address the underlying causes of cavities and then restore our dentineal lymph, teeth remineralize and then that tooth actually is more resilient to cavities in the future okay so i was going to ask you um this is kind of a personal question but i've got two fillings that i know need to be replaced because every time i drink my smoothie a little bit of the smoothie leaks under and i get a little zing through my through these two teeth Uh, but i'm I don't, one of them is a mercury filling and I, I don't necessarily want to just have any old dentist go through there and just rip it out. And, oh, for sure. And he says it's so close to the root also that I just might need the whole tooth, like, I don't know, taken care of. So are, are you telling, well, you are you think, telling so me that there's it, hope? But what's that? Are you telling me that there's hope? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, so first <laughs> of all. We, um, we all need to know a really, really good biological dentist because most of us have work that we need to redo from before, mm-hmm. right? So hopefully kids, you know, haven't gone in that deep, but we have like a lot of generations of dental work to either clear up or clean up, that kind of thing. So you really need a top dentist. And even if you don't have one in your area... For this kind of work, it's, it's you know, you really, you, can, you might have to travel to get to the best dentist. And I think that's fine because when you clean up the work and then you get on track and you're following like the eight steps that we have, which really help people, which really is something you can do before you even go to the dentist so that you have a better, probably less expensive dental appointment. Um, so you really want to get the mouth in order. The eight steps are a great way to do twice a day. And we have the, that on our internet. We have videos. So we, we have a free email us. We'll give you the eight steps for free. It's in the book. It's like everywhere. Um, so first of all, you want to do that. You want to do the, to get the mouth in order. And then you want to find your biological dentist. And then once you've done this work and you've got taken care of those two uh, fillings, it might be years and years before you have to go back to the dentist. Or maybe you'll just need to get a hygienist cleaning every couple of years you know what I mean like it's once you've remineralized and got the microbiome in your mouth all happy again you really will be seeing the dentist less I like to call it how to avoid the dentist without ignoring your teeth so what you're gonna I mean generally you know mercury a silver filling is a nice word for a mercury filling all silver fillings have mercury in them um, and it's a com- it's, silver filling is a combination of silver, copper, tin, and mercury. Um, and it's kind of insane that they're used as a dental material because mm, they yes. are 50% materi- um, mercury. And it's implanted just inches from our brain. And mercury, they now know, or maybe they've, they've probably known for decades, it's a cumulative toxin that actually passes through the blood, brain, and placental barriers. So it's also... 
um, important for any mothers are about to be mothers to clear up the mercury fillings because it does pass through the placental barrier and mercury tenaciously binds with tissue altering dna nerves cell membranes and mitochondrial function it's linked to dementia ms parkinson's and other degenerative disorders now some person might have you know three mercury fillings and they kind of seem okay and then another person might have three mercury fillings and they're kind of not okay um you could could be a number of different issues from you know from alzheimer's to just depression and so i think that has to do a lot with you know the body's immunity if if you're a methylator or not like if you can process toxins better so that's the thing to look at too um you know what I mean? So if you're yes. having yeah. sort of downhill things, like it could be the mercury and a lot of people clear things up. And if you're kind of like, oh, I kind of feel okay. I mean, it's just all, we all respond differently. And somebody, it also depends on how the mercury was put in by that dentist, you know, back in the 70s, 80s, that kind of thing. And um, so you could have somebody with three mercury fillings and they'll do a vapor, a mercury vapor test. And it's, it's not, you know, it's there. But then you'll do somebody else with three fillings and it's like off the charts. So again, it all has to do with our body, but nobody needs mercury in their mouth. And, and that's one of the greatest sources is, is from a dental filling. So um, the, and the actual EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, claims that the highest body burden of chronic mercury toxicity comes from silver fillings. And um, a really neat little stat is if just one filling was tossed into a 10 acre lake, it would make the lake unfit for fishing and swimming. One filling in a 10 acre lake. But it's okay in our mouth. Yeah, it's okay in our mouths. Right, right, right. For our mouths and tongues to touch it every day. So both and both old and new mercury fillings. So there's also that. Well, I had my mercury put in the 70s, and it's I'm sure it's just inert now, but um, it actually. Will releases vapors 24 hours a day for your whole life with a 500% increase in the vapors being released when chewing, teeth grinding, and drinking hot fluids. So we would all love to know who your dentist is because <laughs> I'm sure you've properly vetted them. But for well, all of yeah, us, well, you know, yeah. I'm luckily I'm, I don't have to go to one too much anymore. But I, d- there I you got go. my mercury out when I was 22. And um, he was a very good dentist, but I don't think we had all the things in place that a biological dentist would do now, as in air, even a special room with an air filtration unit, right, and dental dams and vitamin C drips and all kinds of things. So if you don't get your mercury removed properly, you could have more of it in your body. So you have to go to a top, top dentist. Now, most regular dentists will remove the mercury because, hey, that's... That's a job, right? Removing mercury and putting fillings in. So I have also on our website a list of questions to ask prospective dentists because even once you get a good dentist, you need to go further and you really need to see, like, what's their stance on root canals? You know, do they remove mercury or are they also putting it in in other people's mouths? Because you wouldn't want to go to an office that uses mercury at all. And um, from the dentist that I really like, um, you know, they don't even do root canals because they know the dangers and the toxicity are so high. So to find your, your dentist, you can look at, um, call the Hal Huggins Institute and they will, but you'll still have to, they'll give you a list of dentists in your area and then you'll still have to call those dentists. Um, 
also my I love Dr. Lena Garcia in Chicago, Dr. Stuart Nunnally in Texas, um, Dr. Villareyes uh, near San, uh, Los Angeles area. Those are all really good dentists and really on top of their game. When you get to a good dentist, they will have the top the top filling choices that are the least toxic because again everything that we're putting into our body that's not biologically from a body is going to have and uh, you know the immune system might not receive it and your dentist will know blood tests to take before and after to see how your body is responding to the to that dental material um, you'll want to use dentists that use things like zirconium um, instead of titanium implants dentists that will refuse to do mercury and root canals, um, dentists that do biocompatible uh, blood tests to see how that, that composite will work with your teeth. So we need to know uh, white composite fillings. They also contain BPA, formaldehyde, and aluminum. Porcelain fillings are not 100% pure. They contain nickel and aluminum. So I know it's sad to hear because I'm sure a lot of people, you know, they're like, I'm going to go for that. You know, they spend the more <laughs> you money. You think you're doing the right thing. thing. Sounds, exactly. Yeah, you think you're doing the right thing. That's why I've been holding off for so long. Yeah. So where, where do you live? I live in Ottawa. Oh, <laughs> you're so close. I don't normally do interviews with people in Canada. I know. You know, Because <laughs> I think you're uh, just, you're around Toronto, right? Uh, well, north of it. We're in the north. woods. We're there actually, you go. Yeah, we're in a Halliburton Highland mm, area. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. So, so, so well, I'll make sure um, to, Dr. to dig out all of those links for the listeners. I'll dig them out yes. and I'll post them on the podcast notes so that um, everybody has access to this list of questions because half of those questions yes. I didn't even think of. Yeah. You, and you can link um, or even do copy the whole article and put it on your site. So whatever you want to do. Oh, wow. Thanks. And, uh, well, there is a good, um, he's learning, he's up and coming, I, um, with Dr. Schechter in Toronto, you know, he's made a lot of headway lately, so that's a, a, a good local, I mean, he certainly would know how to remove a mercury filling, and what, what he also does, and what top dentists do, oh, there's also an amazing dentist in Alberta, in Hannah, Alberta, Warwick, it's a, it's a father and daughter uh, team, and they're, they're phenomenal, and they, they do they're top of the line and they also are strive to have like the least expensive dentistry dentist stuff whatever you call it in uh-huh. uh, in Alberta uh-huh. and then another favorite new dentist of mine is Dr. Judine Benoit she's in Ontario and she does phone and video consultations oh that's great yeah so if you have your x-ray or you have your question you can call her because that's actually sometimes you just need a call and what's fascinating about her dental history as being a being a dentist is that she so knows and believes and has seen and witnessed teeth remineralizing that she doesn't fill cavities anymore amazing yes she really is just doing a lot of the phone and video consults and she comes from a, a family of dentists and while her father wasn't necessarily a holistic biological dentist, he did a lot of um, charitable dentistry uh, with homeless people. And what I found fascinating when I was talking to her is that she found that a lot of homeless people were able to remineralize their teeth. And I found that fascinating because, you know, we think about it in our more, you know, middle class realms. And then we go to the health food store and we're buying our vitamin D and vitamin K and getting our cod liver oil and 
doing, you know, getting maybe you're going even more hardcore and you're eating some grass fed uh, organs like liver and really getting those core minerals back back up is that she has seen people, homeless people, able to remineralize their teeth. And so I just found that really refreshing. So it doesn't always take a lot of money to, to redo that. And uh, it's really just good for us to know that our teeth are alive and will change. Because I think, well, how I grew up, I just felt like your teeth, they're grown, they're done. You get a cavity, that's it. It needs to be filled, right? That's sort of the, what we've all grown up with. What's also fascinating with really good dentists is there, and Dr. Schechter in Toronto does this as well, is they'll do ozone therapy um, and plasma therapy as well. So we make an ozonated gel, which is great, and you can apply to your teeth. But if you're going to a dentist, what they'll do is after they um, do something to a tooth or have it extracted, or if you need a, if a root canal maybe there's a root canal that you want to get out, but you can't right now because it's inconvenient or because you're pregnant, right? And you don't want to have a lot of stuff going on with your body is they'll able to do ozone and plasma injections. And then that will help stabilize because behind every root canal is lurking a really, really something nasty. Yeah. yeah, Something nasty. Yes. No. hundred (laughs) percent of the time. And so now it like endodontic, there's a big discussion in endodontic dental journals about the actual impossibility of a root canal ever being sterile. So it was all for decades promoted as Uh a sterile uh procedure, but it is impossible to sterilize because inside each tooth are three miles of microscopic dented tubules. So if the tubules were laid out, that's three miles in each tooth, and that cannot be sterilized. Wow. Period. So it doesn't get sterilized to the root canal. And then the plasma injections are fascinating because then at the dental office, they'll take out some of your blood, put it in a centrifuge, a spinner. They separate the, the plasma out of it, so you get like the red removed, and you get this golden plasma gel, and then they re-inject that into your... Uh, the area that was just worked on and then over the course of the next six months that plasma calls in all your healing peptides and all the nutrients that need to really heal that area and there's also um, that being done for things like uh, receding gums and that kind of thing. Oh, Nadine, you have taught me so much today. This has been such an awesome <laughs> interview. And uh, speaking for myself, I'm speaking for the listeners, you have given all of us so much hope about our future dental health and about the everyday things that we can be doing. So first off, everybody should be getting Nadine's book called Holistic Dental Care, The Complete Guide to Healthy Teeth and Gums. And then you should go to um, the Living Libations website and buy her pack of um, your your dental formulas, your elixirs and whatnot. We didn't even talk about that. Can you just <laughs> talk about that for a few minutes? So we have created so many beautiful formulas, uh, toothpaste and serums to really get your mouth back on track. Um, and if you use those serums with the eight steps, you'll really see your mouth turn around. And if you've just gone to the dentist or hygienist and they're like, oh, your gum pockets are at a seven and your gums are bleeding, you're going to need cleanings every three months. If you follow the eight steps and use some of the botanical preparations that we've made, you'll be in such good shape. I mean, people people have improved from just little improvements to miraculous 
it depends on, you know, if you're going to do it twice a day, that kind of thing. But I also like to say that you can go to our website right now and get the eight steps and do them all with just salt and baking soda. So I always like to give people that option. You know, you can, you can up your game and you can buy the lovely, totally non-toxic things that we make, but you can also just do it right now with letting go of the commercial products and just adding baking soda and salt to your program. So Nadine, tell our listeners um, where they can find your book and uh, your website, where they can get all of your great um, dental products. Yes. So our the book and all the products are at livinglibations.com. And um, our book's also on Amazon. So that's really easy to as you're ordering other things, you can just slip and slip and getting the book. And then also there's lots of information on our website as well. And on YouTube, I have lots of videos that will explain the eight steps and that kind of stuff as well. Perfect. So for our listeners out there that are driving in your car or you're out jogging right now, I'll make sure to put those links in the podcast notes so that you can easily find all of this fantastic information. Nadine, thank you so much for being my special guest today. This has just been the awesome, the most awesome interview I've done so far. Oh, yay. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Nadine Artemis. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carrie.